0: You're listening to Cortez Community Radio, CKTZ 89.5 FM. I'm Dee Clark, and this is Cortez Currents, which you can also access in text form at cortezcurrents.ca. And today we report what may be some good news on the COVID front. Early this month, University of British Columbia announced that its researchers have identified three biological compounds that can stop COVID-19 infection in human cells. All three compounds are from marine organisms found in Canadian waters, including one sea sponge native to Howe Sound. This discovery could pave the way for development of some new medicines for COVID-19 variants, therapies based on natural sources. B.C.'s ocean and forest ecosystems, for all we know, may contain a wealth of other antivirals waiting to be discovered. The UBC team tested over 300 different compounds gathered from all over the world. They bathed human lung cells in the various compounds, then infected those cells with SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19 in humans. Of the hundreds-tested, 26 compounds significantly reduced viral infection in the cells, and the three most effective compounds were all found in Canada. One was isolated from marine bacteria collected in Newfoundland, another from some more marine bacteria collected in Barkley Sound on Vancouver Island, and one of the most promising was isolated from a sea sponge native to Howe Sound, not so very far south from Cortez. The researchers emphasize that these compounds strengthen the cell's defenses. They help it to fight off infection. They target the cell rather than directly targeting the virus. Therapies that directly target the virus, unfortunately, quickly become obsolete because the COVID virus evolves so rapidly. But human cells evolve far more slowly. So the researchers believe these compounds may remain effective in the long term against future variants and against other viruses, such as some influenzas. Currents had a brief chat with Dr. Jimena perez Varga, a member of the UBC team. So can you tell us a bit about the study you just did and the results you got?
1: So we study a library of more than 350, compounds that are originate from natural products. It came from different parts of the world, all these libraries, from Brazil, Italy, Thailand, and Canada. They they came from plants for fungi, bacteria, and we have some that came from from marine specimens. So these these 350 compounds, we found like 26 compounds that have activity against COVID-19 to block the infection of the COVID-19, but especially between these 26, there are three that have a really, really good activity against the, the infection that's mean because we need to use a very small amount of these compounds to stop the infection of the virus. And these compounds are, the three of these are discovered here in UBC. in They are from British Columbia Seas. So yeah, and one of these compounds are from sponges and the other two are from bacteria from
0: from the sea. And was this a common sea sponge in BC? I mean, would we find it in our own local waters near Cortez Island? I don't know.
1: I don't know. There are different teams involved in this in this in this work, and we are the team that are more involved in working with the virus. So we didn't ex- use make the extraction and look for the specimens. So this is the other the other teams that they are look are specialists in this kind of work but I don't think so this is not really common response is very particular from here from this area
0: And who who are you the team that did this research
1: So our group here is we work in UC and we working in with antivirals Research. This is what we do. We're trying to find new uh, kinds of antivirals that are affected with the different uh, infections. So now we're working against the uh, with the uh, SARS-CoV-2, but we can also work with other respiratory diseases like flu or RSV, that is is uh, important today for the childrens. So so the idea of this kind of compounds is tested with other diseases right so to to try some other compounds that help us to fight the other infections
0: when you say the element that your team isolated from the sea C- sponge is effective in blocking the virus are we talking about an actual cure C- can we say that this is a cure
1: Yes, well, this study was done in, in cells, right? It's just it's in laboratory study, but yes, we completely block the infection, so the virus is not able to spread again. So it, the cells are clear of the infection.:
0: So totally healed?: Yes. In particular, there's a quite deadly variant of omicron going around at the moment. Is that the one that you managed to stop with your new compound?
1: Yeah, so we we use this study with, with the Omicrons, the Omicrons that were around before the BA1, BA2, and BF5 is the last one that we work with. But the, the new variants that they are circulating today, like the BQ1, XPB, these variants are subvariant of BA2 and BF5. So we we believe that our compounds are are going to work against the new variant also, because they are working against their parents, right? And also because these compounds, they are targeting some tools that in the cells that the virus use to make the replication. So this is why we know that these compounds can be used for the new virus, the virus that could be emerged in the future, right? Because all the different variants can use the same tool to spread the virus. So if you don't allow these virus to use these tools, then they cannot spread again.
0: Would these compounds also work against the flu and colds?
1: Some of the compounds, yes, we know that have effect on flu, yes. Not all the flu, but the, the flu that we tested is,
0: yeah. So what comes next? Now that your lab has shown how effective these compounds are in blocking COVID virus inside cells, are they going directly to market or is there going to be a lot more testing? How long before there is some direct benefit to the public?
1: For us, the next steps are, so we now know this the chemical of these compounds. So the idea is now we are learning to produce these compounds in the lab. That means that we don't need to take all the sponges from the sea and extract it to, to produce in large scale. So now we are able to do this in the lab, large scale, and maybe make it better to have, improve the, the properties this is one step. And the second one is like, we want to, we need to prove that these compounds are working in a more complex model. That means small animal models, because it's different from the cells. So if we show that these compounds can block in the very effective way, as we saw in the cells, the infection in the, in the small animal models, like the mouse, the mice, then this is a proof that we can go forward, right? So then the next steps go maybe clinical trials, but we are need to team up with someone who have the experience to do this kind of job. We can, we are not available to do more than that. So for the two steps, like making the compounds in the lab and the animal model, maybe we are talking about one year after that. Yeah, this is maybe longer, but it's depending of if there are some people interested in go forward with this kind of compounds.
0: Well, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us. And is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know?
1: I think this is just that a collaborative work, right? That is possible because there are different teams that are involved in this work. It's not our own. We. we did the, the virus part, but we need the help for different teams that the people who collect and extract these different compounds that came from different parts of the world and people from here from from Vancouver, that are working in, in, in the viruses. And so I think this is important to know. This is a lot of people involved in, in our work to be, be possible.
0: And that was Dr. Jimena Perez Varga from the UBC team investigating the potential of various naturally occurring compounds as cures for COVID 19. For more details and a link to the UBC press release on this exciting research, Visit Cortez Currents online at cortezcurrents.ca. Just a reminder, the views and opinions heard on this program are not endorsed by Cortez Community Radio, its board, its staff, its membership, or any granting agency, but are those of the writer, producer, and guests. And as always...